0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode for the Banat. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about marriage and dating in our culture, in the Arab culture. Um, today, I'm joined with the rest of the board members. We have Hiba Janine Amana, and my name is Zina. I am 21 years old. I live in Dearborn, Michigan, and I am of Iraqi descent.
1: Hello, everybody. My name is Hiba. I'm currently 21, almost 22. I am from Baghdad, Iraq. And I just want to share my insight today about marriage and dating, especially in my Araqi culture and the difficulties.
2: Hey guys, my name is Janine. Um, I'm from Palestine, Nablus Asir We've been under legal
3: occupation for over 71 years, so free Palestine from the river to Woo! the sea. Free Palestine! Hi, my name is Amana. I'm also Palestinian, free Palestine. Woo! Menilkot, oh, yeah. And I joined for the banat because I am myself a survivor and I want to actually express to other survivors there are people who believe in you.
0: Awesome. Okay, so if we're just going to jump right into the topic of marriage and dating
3: in our culture. So first off, do we agree with dating? I, I agree with dating. I think... Dating should be normalized in the Arab culture because dating doesn't mean you are physical with someone. It is actively getting out there, meeting people and spending time with them.
0: I agree. I agree. I think the problem with people staying away from dating in our culture is because if you say I've been in a relationship, what that means to maybe closed minded people or people who only know relationships in movies is that you've touched, you've done things that are... Not permissible. For example, um, for example, sex. People, yeah, yeah, I'm going right into it. When you say I've I've been in a relationship, automatically they think. Okay, that's it. She's have se- she's had sex with this person. She's a hoe. How dare she? Yeah. So yeah. what are we thinking?
2: I think dating has just been so incredibly westernized, mm. and like you said, like yeah. we think like oh, you know, they've done all these things like you know white people do. Um, but the problem is culturally is like if it does if the relationship doesn't work out. It's the woman that pay the repercussion for it, yes. you know. Whether they're divorced, um, their family pays the repercussion for it. Their children pays the repercussion from it. So it's really important that we, as women in the community, are able to make an informed decision when we make such a huge commitment. Because ultimately, we're the ones that mm-hmm. pay the price for we it if it
3: doesn't work out. Men don't. I just wanted to piggyback off of that and just say, like, yeah, definitely to avoid that happening. That's where dating could come into play and help these girls, like meet different men and, like, filter out different characteristics in which she wants in her ultimate goal in a husband versus the way Arab normally get together and get married right, <laughs> through yeah. two sit-downs. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I see it as, like a, learning, like, a learning curve for Arab women because we're taught, okay, from the age of, like, since you're born till you're in college, no boys, no nothing, mm-hmm. and then suddenly at the age of, like, 22, your mom comes at you. Yeah. Why aren't you married? <laughs> where, where is this? Don't you have anyone asking? And it's like, well, how am I supposed to meet anyone if it's considered haram for me to even say I met someone in class? Exactly. If I met mm-hmm. them out. I see it as like dating should be something to learn. Learn what you like about a person. No. Learn exactly. what you don't like. Learn what kind of guys to stay away from. It's not always a bad thing of,
0: oh, my God, I'm going to hook up with him. Yeah, like, it no. It doesn't have no. to
3: be sexual at all. Yeah.
0: Also, yeah. oh, I do want to just put a disclaimer if you have found your person with two sittings and you got engaged, <laughs> that is perfectly okay. Yeah. I am so happy for you. What we're trying to say is let's get rid of that stigma around dating and let's make it okay. It's o- it's okay to learn what you want and what you don't want. Yeah. You know what I mean? And as long as you're following the rules yeah. and staying true to yourself and staying as pure as possible to yourself. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine if you meet a
1: guy in in your class and after class at university, he's like, "Hey, would you like to grab Starbucks and study together?" That should be okay. Yeah. Like we normalize it with our friends. But the second you have feelings like attached into it and you guys like each other, everyone's like,
3: "Oh my God, she's a hoe!" Did you see her out with Ali? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. why? Why am I a hoe? All we did was drink coffee. <laughs> I know, and that's so wrong because let's say she didn't like Ali. Exactly. So is it wrong for her to try to go on a date with Mustafa? Like I'm Confused. It doesn't necessarily mean she she hooked up with these guys, mm-hmm. but speaking to somebody and together like just talking to get to that greater purpose is good enough to call a date. It doesn't really have to mean physical at all.
2: You know what? We technically do date. We just yeah, don't use the we word don't use date. The word, no. We say talk to. I talk to this guy. <laughs> But, like, just to piggy piggy off of what you were saying, I think, like, we should definitely normalize, like, talking or dating guys. Mm -hmm. We should also normalize it and, like, encourage it being done in public
3: spaces, too.
0: I agree. I would prefer public rather than private. Definitely. yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: Lessens the risk (laughs) of getting physical. There you go. It does. Mm -hmm.
1: And and here's the thing, like, ladies, if you want to go out with a guy, Let's say you meet a nice guy, you guys have been talking online for a while, for example. Let's say you met him online. You guys want to go grab coffee or even lunch, something light during the day, but you're scared, oh my god, what if he does something, or what if he tries to lead to something physical and you're not ready, mm-hmm. you can bring a friend with you. You guys can make it a group date. No yeah. one says a date has
0: to be group a, dates are
1: you and only him. Mm-hmm. You can bring your sister if she's married with her husband and be like, listen, I'm trying to get to know this guy. I've been talking to him for a while. Mm-hmm. Would you do a lunch date with me? You can mm-hmm. bring a friend with you. You can have him invite his friend, make it a group thing. You can get to know each other without the harm of thinking, oh my God, what if he tries to get physical and I'm not ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. tell him, like, listen, I'll go out with you, but I'm not comfortable alone there's ways around it it's yeah. not like the second a girl says oh my god i met up with ali where'd you meet up what'd you do did yeah, you sit in you his do? car like wh- so what if i got in his car maybe he was my
0: ride that yeah. shouldn't be seen <laughs> as a bad thing there's halal ways to do it just as long as we all have our pure intentions yes yeah and we know what we want so for example if i didn't want to get married this is his personal experience i wouldn't talk to people like that. I wouldn't go out with them if I didn't want to get married, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My intention when I talk to someone is for marriage. And as long as I have that pure intention, That's all that matters. And if you don't have that intention, ladies, I
1: also want to put this disclaimer Mm -hmm. out. We're saying this from our point of view. Not everyone who dates has the intent of having getting married and having kids. Not everyone who listens to this is Muslim.
0: It's okay. That's just personal.
1: You can date with whatever intention you want. If your intention is to only be physical friends with benefits, that's completely okay. As long as you both share that intention, that's like the thing that we're trying to put out. Yeah. It's okay if you're trying to date for marriage. That's completely normal. Mm-hmm. If you want to date for other things, that's okay too. As long as you communicate that. You guys yeah. want to make sure you're both on the same page. And that way when you do go out, you have that same idea.
3: Yeah. And the benefit to normalizing dating in the Arab culture, obviously non-physical dating, mm-hmm. uh, to me, uh, the only benefit to that in the Arab culture is to be able to find who you truly love and mm-hmm. and and want to be with and your best friend that's who you essentially grow to marry is someone who is your best friend
0: exactly let's talk about the girls that maybe didn't have the opportunity to get to know her man and then she she got divorced or the engagement broke and now she has this shame around her oh she's been touched oh no one wants her. Oh, there, there must have been a reason why he broke up with her. Let's talk about that. There's just so
3: much <laughs> wrong, like wrong in that. That I don't even know where to start. Amana. My thing is, is they never ask what was, what did the guy do? <laughs> what did he do to make it so unbearable for her? No, I'm so serious because mm-hmm. people automatically want to assume like she wasn't putting in enough of her weight. But honestly, you don't know what they agreed on as mm. a couple when they sat down and had it like, Discussion on what it was going to be when they were married. So there's no way for you to be able to judge that at all. So it's definitely a two-way street. Mm. If people it are is. separated, if they get divorced, it was on both ends of the parties exactly. involved. Yes.
1: And it shouldn't be a girl's... I, I hate to say this, but it is something that is true. Don't ever say... Oh, it was only him. If you were at fault, it's okay to admit it. Like, -hmm. those things happen. It's a chapter of your life. You live and you learn from it. There's a lesson in there. It's okay to say, hey, you know what? I didn't commit enough. Maybe I wasn't that into it. Maybe I just got married to make my parents happy. It's okay to admit those things. That's when you give that advice to your friends. That way they learn to not make that mistake. And it's okay to make that mistake. We live and we learn from it. But, guys, please... Stop saying, oh, I divorced her. She's crazy. Okay, what did you do to make her crazy?
3: (laughs) You did something
1: to lead to the craziness. Like, it's a two-way street. Like Amana said, it goes both ways. It's not only one person to blame. There's always two things going on. Unless the case is severe, of course. That's different.
3: It doesn't even have to be a blame game either. It just has to be like, you guys grew apart from each other. Or you guys... Even if you guys like didn't have that much time to say you grew apart from each other, but it's just like just the basis of it all must have been Mm -hmm. like off of miscommunication. And that's okay if if you are not getting what you want from that relationship, because in the long run, you're better off, in my opinion, (laughs) being single than sacrificing. Not necessarily sacrificing but compromising your happiness. Your happiness, yeah. Like it's so you can sacrifice in a marriage and still be happy. Mm -hmm. You know you don't have to sacrifice your happiness. Like that's just insane.
2: I don't really have much to say on this <laughs> subject, but like,
3: I don't know. I feel like sometimes when women are community divorced, we act like
2: her whole life is over or oh she starts believing that her whole life is over. And usually like the men just marry like right away. Like they don't even mourn it, mourn the relationship for a day. They're just like, oh, OK, who's next? And I think it comes from, again, like something that we talked about on our page regarding um toxic masculinity, where mm-hmm. men aren't taught to like really um acknowledge and feel their feelings so they just keep jumping into these relationships to avoid while us women have all the time in the world to acknowledge and feel our feelings because you know we're told that we're expired
0: yeah I hate let's, that. let's talk about that actually, i actually have a story i was sitting amongst family okay one of my family members had the audacity <laughs> to say I need to get married now to a young girl because they expire. And he believed that. And I was appalled. I was like, expire? Is that all a woman
3: offers? Oh, my goodness. Is her reproductive system? I don't think so. Not at all.
0: No? What do we think about that? What if a woman does not want children, yet she wants to get married?
1: I am one of those people. I have said it many times to many family members, all my friends. Everyone's like, oh, you're young. You'll change your mind. I am 21, almost 22. I know what I want in life. I know I'm young to decide that, but I have like a general idea of what I want in life. I have never pictured my future with children. Really? I have never, like, don't get me wrong, I love kids, I'll babysit, I love my little cousins and everything, but I am not, I'm a little selfish, I'm not the type (laughs) of person to want kids. I like having the freedom of doing what I love with my spouse or whoever I'm with in my future, and being able to travel and do what I love. You don't necessarily have to have kids as an Arab Mm -hmm. woman, everyone's like... Well, you got married, yellow. the next day you should be pregnant. I'm like, okay, slow down. First of all, there's a season to everything. There is a season to date. It's a chapter. Mm -hmm. There's a season to be engaged. You shouldn't be engaged and married within a week. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to enjoy the engagement to learn in depth about each other. There's a season to be married. There's a season to have kids. Mm -hmm. It's chapters in your life. They each teach you something. For me, I don't have the chapter of my life to have kids. But everyone, every guy I meet is like, oh, my God, you don't want my kids. Mm. I'm like, I don't want anyone's kids. Let's get that clear. <laughs> it's not you, your brother. No one's. I don't want anyone's kids. I am selfish. I don't want that. But the second you tell them, my mom's like, don't be going around telling that to people.
0: Then you won't get married. I'm like, oh maybe gosh. that's the point. <laughs> I don't want to be married with kids. If well, I- You don't want... To be married to a guy that wants kids from you. That's exactly. why right off the bat you say, I and, don't want children.
1: Exactly. So and, because, and then you can't even tell that to the guy's parents mm-hmm. if they ever come over and, you know, meet yours, if it gets mm-hmm. that serious. Because then we'll be like, then why should we marry you to our son? We want kids. We want grandkids. I'm like, okay, you want
3: them. Yeah. <laughs>
2: no, for
1: real.
3: Adopting is always a good option, honestly. Like mm-hmm.
2: It's so stigmatized, though, like in our culture, I feel like. Even though, like, Definitely. Islamically and, like, you know, it was done, but Arab culture just They see it sometimes. as, like, how dare you
1: have someone that's not my flesh and blood. Like, the oh dads go crazy. Oh,
2: I would definitely They're like, I adopt. need my
1: blood and this ch- child. <laughs> I would even adopt yeah. as a single,
3: like, parent if I... If you wanted to. Have yeah, if I wanted to have kids and let's say I never do get married or I don't know whatever's in store for me but i would definitely adopt like um I would on too. my own if if again it's my season too um, <laughs> lord knows what um what's ahead of me in life you yeah know? of course
2: Stop. bro just like one more thing I suffered from this whole expiration stigma like oh I'm gosh. expired and when I was like uh, like 25 is oh my expiration god date, you're expired bro, I'm like <laughs> no longer existed. you're rotten bro i <laughs> my way
3: to be yeah. expired she got mom bro, I'm like not re- like they don't make me anymore <laughs> like they stop I'm the Twinkies box no no, no my mom, mom was panicking
2: experience. she like started like trying to arrange marriage me with these men and they were like there were so many red flags like the mm. whole requirements and like they treated me being light-skinned as like a a beauty trait and oh that was God. like uh, i was like oh hell no i'm getting with this guy i'm not even gonna talk to him and i was like you have to give him a chance and he he came at my house while i was at campus and my mom texts me she's like they're here and i'm oh like gosh. oh haha ha, i'm not going home and i did not <laughs> go home until like 10 p.m like what the heck oh my God. but yeah the whole expiration thing is so annoying and i think it goes back to the whole like normalizing dating our parents are so strict like telling them every single like person that we probably talk to would like drive them insane and they constantly pressure us and if this was normalized in our culture this wouldn't be an issue but because of how strict you know our parents are and how worried they are about what people are saying and stuff um, it just really puts pressure into this whole getting-to-know-person thing and, you know, end up marrying the wrong person because you yeah. just want to get it over with. There's yeah, so much so pressure. Sad.
0: And where is this pressure
2: coming from? Patriarchy, dude. Of course. Like, I, when I was young, I always believed that once I got married, my life was going to be oh, over. Oh, my like, god! Like, I can't do anything Same. I want. I got to get all these kids. And, like, don't get me wrong. Going to weddings was so nice, and I always, like— wanted to get married just to wear the dress yeah. which by the way I don't even want a wedding at this me too. point like, we'll talk about that in a later married. episode but <laughs> yeah like I grew up into like feeling and you know these things and these things were being so normalized to me like oh you have to get married and then once you get married then
0: khalas like done
2: yeah and,
0: yeah. You're not, you're not anyone's responsibility now you're no. your husband's responsibility you're, you're a married woman you're not my business I and mean, the you thing know? is
3: like when you get married that way, you end up, like, resenting your husband in a way because mm-hmm. he's the one now stopping you from doing things that you wanted to do. Like, that's if you marry somebody that, you know, like, you weren't on the same page with when you decided to get in the relationship. That's what I've noticed a lot is a lot of resentment between couples now, and it's just—I it. I don't—I don't understand it. I don't know, but personally, I don't know if I can speak on that because I've never been married, so— mm-hmm. I don't think any of us have been married. Yeah. No. We've been all set up by our parents to be married. But oh, none of I us
1: have it. been married. I cannot <laughs> stand
3: They'll, like, show me a picture. Like, oh, this guy's asking me to show me a picture. What's his name? They don't even have a name. <laughs> they have a job in an age of picture but no name <laughs> See, like, like is that not important i'm so him being a doctor is more important than his name that's yeah, yeah. all they care that's about that's all they care about
1: my mom will be like hey, my, my grandma i swear to god i still remember this my grandma was going to iraq she usually goes every winter the last time she went in the airport while we're waiting for them to get a wheelchair so they can take her through tsa she's like hiba hey, Let me translate that in English. There's a guy who's a doctor
3: overseas.
1: (laughs) I'm sold. He's, He's not in Iraq. He's in Turkey. So he's a little westernized for you. He's this old. What's his name? I don't know. I know his mother's name. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want his mother. Okay, do you want his sister's name? Why do you know everyone's name except him? <laughs> yeah, <it's>
3: so weird. <laughs> do you
1: want his Facebook? I can have his sister send you. You, sh- you guys should get to know each other so you can get married. I'm like, first of all, I don't know this dude. Second of all, you're telling me to get married to some guy in Turkey. He doesn't even live in Iraq or the U.S. Mm-hmm. You can't see him. I can't see him. How the hell am I going to
3: marry you? Not even that or even getting hooked up with somebody like here in the States. And let's say, like, you do make it past the name. Um, <laughs> it it goes down to, like, am I allowed to talk to him without involving the family? Like, no. are we really not allowed to have our own personal conversations on how to really get to know each other without being engaged mm-hmm. or without having a fat hug? Like, that's that's what bothers me the most is you want me to get to know him while I'm engaged to him. Like, that's the most confusing that's pressure. Part. Yeah, That's yeah. pressure right there. Like, it's there's no, pressure. like, you're not allowed to talk to him by yourself unless you have the fat ha- or something.
1: Unless you stalk him on Instagram and, like, find him online or something. You're not allowed. And I asked my mom. She was trying to set me up with her friend's son. Her friend that I saw, like, constantly, she was, like, uh, she stopped at some point when I kept telling her no. But I was, like, okay, can I at least have his number? Like, can I get to know him? What if he turns out to be, like, abusive? I don't know.
2: And she's, like,
1: she's, like, I'm, like, then how am I supposed to get to know him? She's, like, you ask me questions and then I ask him. And I'm, like, or his
0: mom or her
3: sister. Yeah,
1: she's, like, you can ask him when we go over their house. And I'm, like, you want me to ask him
0: private questions in front of our parents? I wouldn't even answer that. Okay, hey guys, but how about this? How about the women that don't really have options? For example, they they live in a toxic home and they need to get out and, the, and their parents are very strict. And the only way they can escape this toxicity in their home is to get married for example what, what are our thoughts on that please 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 I say this with all my being
1: I have been in that situation mm-hmm. I grew up in a house and I saw zero happy marriages each of my uncles were married more than once my mom was divorced at like when I was four years old she never got remarried I never saw a happy marriage i grew up in a toxic house because of it and i always thought oh my god i want to get married just so i can leave now being older and like thinking back on that that's not a good move because then you'd marry into that toxicness Mm -hmm. you'd marry into someone who's who's like okay i'll give you freedom of like leaving your house but you're not gonna have freedom in my house yeah you're gonna marry someone who's based off that toxicness and strictness in your house, someone who represents your father or brother or whoever's mm-hmm. being that way to you and then you're gonna regret it like Amana said earlier. The you're gonna have the resentment. <laughs> to, to you're the, then gonna be stuck in another situation. Then you're gonna be divorced. Then that shame from our families is gonna come in, which is wrong by the way. Mm-hmm. And it's just gonna be a whole cycle of repeating.
2: Isn't that so disgusting though that the concept of women like being being having to rely their happiness and safety to other people Mm. like we have to rely that on our family and then like in order to get out we have
0: to rely that on a man but i think that's in our culture yeah i've seen plenty of happy single women living on their own doing their own thing making their own money and they're fine i feel like in our culture if you want to get out of your toxic home or out of a toxic relationship with your parents if Mm -hmm. you want to escape and be your own person you have to get married
2: Mm-hmm. And I think like it's stoppable. Like I think if we really confront misogyny mm-hmm. and this strong hatred that people like that have been normalized towards women, I think if we were able to help each other coming out of these toxic households mm-hmm. and helping these women be self-sustainable, yeah. I think we can really change. Like I think that's it's extremely yeah, and I think warmer. that's what for the Benet is all about.
3: Really all about that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be single. Like honestly, for that reason, to get married just to leave a toxic situation. Is just inviting, like Kiba said, more toxicity and more resentment to your own home. Mm -hmm. Because you have to take care of yourself mentally, emotionally, physically. Like, work on understanding yourself and what makes you happy. Whether it may be accepting who you are entirely, you know, processing childhood trauma or building yourself up for success. Instead of having to worry about a significant other Mm -hmm. while you're still trying to build yourself up and make, make yourself happy.
0: I've had the luxury of not having to fight this.
3: Yeah, me Thank too. Thank God.
0: Alhamdulillah. Um, Alhamdulillah, I'm okay. But my advice to girls like that would be just, just be patient. Just stick it out. Work on yourself. Mm-hmm. Educate yourself. On yourself. Get a good job and you will make it out. Do not rely your happiness on someone else but yourself. I don't know what a girl in that situation would be feeling, you know. So that's Mm -hmm. just me and my ignorance talking, you know, because I have no idea. Yeah. Um, But if I could give any advice, it would be that.
3: I agree. And again, like a disclaimer, I guess this is, again, all opinions, all our self-awareness of other people around us and other marriages around us and dating and stuff like that. So
0: and reach out to us. Yes. Reach out to us. We have um, a link in our bio. It's. And where you can ask for help we're so happy to help you so reach out to us whatever you need whether it's a place to stay whether it's food we we we're here for you
1: if you want to get coffee and just yeah. like if talk you about friend. your relationship problems or your family problems if you, you can do that like yeah. you don't have to only reach out if you're in a dire situation if you just want to talk to somebody
2: we're all available we're all at home mm. I-, <laughs> I was just gonna you know, this is going to be a little rant, but don't you think the quality of men in our community is just so low compared to the quality of women? Like, I've seen some beautiful Arab women cry over not only questionable looking creatures, but also like, really rude creatures. Like, they literally have... I don't know, like, you see this woman, she has like two masters, um, living her life, she has the personality of an angel, and she's being treated so awfully because it's guy feels like okay like you know you need me in this society And this weird entitlement, like, and, and like, not only that, but men, I feel like, in our community are incapable of love. Really? (laughs) I feel like No, no, go into detail
0: about that. I'm interested. Um,
2: (laughs) I feel like them getting married is, like, on a checklist. Like, they just want to get it over with. Like, they don't care who they're getting married to. They just want to get married. And she has to fill in these, like, unrealistic expectations, which were um, put out by our society. She has to have studied at college. Um, but even though she studied at college, she she has to stay home sometimes. yeah, I don't know. Just w- these weird expectations do. like I've met guys who seem like they're progressive and who seem like they're feminist, you know, quote unquote, feminist. Mm-hmm. But like, after you get to know them, you see these really weird red flags that really make you stop and think. Like I've talked to a guy who literally told me he he wanted to me to delete my social media, even though we've only been talking for like. I would say less than a month. Wow. The audacity. Yeah. <laughs> and me, I was like, oh, no, you know, let's sit down and talk. I'm willing to compromise, <laughs> but I'm not going to delete my social media. And he was like, no, this is an ultimatum. Delete it because I don't see that future life. What is going on with these men in our community? Like, no matter how progressive they seem, you get the time you get to know them and it just feels like an endless journey into a dumpster Mm -hmm. like you don't know i don't don't know man i it just can't be me (laughs) i have
1: met so many guys online whether it's instagram twitter or even guys i know like in school or just personally they're so forward they're so they have forward thinking and everything and i'm like great I found the one man that's Arab and Muslim that's going to be like, oh, my God, he's he actually has, like, respect and decency. You talk to him, and he'll be like, listen, I'll date you, but if you're not a virgin, I can't marry you. But I'll date you until I do oh find a virgin. God. Or they're, like, pillars in the community, right? And the second they DM you, they're like, hey, some dudes. And I'm like... Weren't you just posting that women are, like, God's grace and gift to us and everything? And, like, you're (laughs) posting all these nice things about us. And you're telling me some nudes? I literally exposed them. Yeah, I'll post it online. I'll be like, isn't this you?
3: Oh my this God. You? Oh my no. God. And I took a screenshot of a little something, a triple X one time and this guy blew up. I wasn't going to do anything with it. I just wanted to embarrass him. Like, don't send me those things like unwillingly. Like, I didn't yeah. ask for it. I don't send you things like that. I don't want to open up my Snapchat and just randomly see this. No. Exactly. So embarrass him. I took a screenshot of it. And he I, went crazy. It, oh my God. He was so embarrassed. He never, he, I never heard of him from him ever again, ever again.
2: Stop. You know this guy? <laughs> he he apparently was talking to like a bunch of me of like me and like mutuals and he sent us the same explicit picture. Oh my god. Oh my god. The, same, the same one. one. He <laughs> didn't even retake it. <laughs> he was he has he the same an way. album. I've had
1: men do so many questionable things, and I say this to women. If a man does something
0: questionable, expose him. Yeah. So what you're saying is to fight fire with fire. If they're gonna expose us, we're gonna expose them. I'll talk it's about not that. Fire. Uh, it's not that.
2: Well, first of all, you know when women send these to men, usually they almost always ask for it. Yeah. Second, like these men usually send it to us unsolicited, and that's like and we don't violating ask for it. Exactly. exactly. And they they are capable of doing this because they are empowered to do so because they know. That we're gonna keep our mouth shut, okay? Because we don't want to get in "quote unquote" in trouble with this guy, because he can ultimately lie, and everyone will be believe him over us. Mm-hmm. Um, I have exposed a guy before. My friend and I were going to Chicago, and she was like nineteen at the time. I was like twenty two, and um, we sat in different places in the bus. And this guy in front of her had his f- had his hand out, and he was like showing explicit pictures to her. Um, and she could see from the back and she was like putting her head across the chair because she was so uncomfortable she ended up texting me and saying like hey this guy's doing this and this so oh my god i was so mad i hate it when men have the audacity to make women feel like that so i watched him and when i saw him extend that hand Yazina, yeah, oh my god <laughs> when i saw him and i looked at her face and she looked troubled i was like hey you! you stop go. exploiting yourself to my friend like that you creep and disgusting. everyone in the bus looked at him and he was so red he came up to me after we ca- we arrived in Chicago and he's like uh, uh, I'm sorry <laughs> and I was like no you get your face out of my orbit or I will yeah. kick you like no man these men like have been empowered for so long and when we don't say anything and when we continue not to say anything they're gonna do it to someone else Yeah, yeah. and those yeah. like and you know what we posted the period Pyramid of rape culture, when men have the power to do so, they're going to do something even more violent.
3: And you know, it's very important that we stop them right there. When they think they've gotten away with it so many more other times, then it just mm-hmm. gets worse and worse and worse. So yeah. what we're saying here is to speak up.
0: Yeah, yes. yeah and stop
3: it yeah. right yes. away. Now,
1: you don't necessarily have to screenshot and send it to mm-hmm. everyone. I mean, I didn't.
2: I
3: didn't, though. <laughs> no, was just no, not you. Scare. <laughs> send it to
2: his mom. I've done that.
1: And Good. The thing is, I am doing stuff that. like that,
3: though, is with guys, they don't stop. Like, call us. I said, I'm not interested in you. Like, please stop hitting me up. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> you
1: can't even oh tell God. a guy that, hey, I have a boyfriend or I have a husband, and he'll be like, what? We can't be
2: friends? Well, sometimes are you not allowed do. to have friends sometimes they do because they have more respect to the guy than they do for you like like how sad is it do you have to say that I'm talking
0: to someone else or I have a boyfriend for them to leave they yeah. don't even leave half the time honestly the fact that we have to make up a reason why we don't want them yes. says enough yes. no should be enough I'm not interested. That's enough. Yeah. Girl, ladies, do not go into detail about your situation. Or yeah.
3: stop saying sorry for no, turning down a guy. Like, if a guy asks for your number, if a guy says you're pretty, if a guy says anything, just say thank you. You can say thank you. Please do not apologize to this man. No. He does yeah. not need it no, he does not deserve not. it and you know what
2: they pretend to victimize themselves and they're like oh no, she put God. me in the friend zone like no she just doesn't want to be with you yeah, why are you in the front like so confused just by that, yeah the friend zone doesn't like give you an
0: all-excess pass to try and be more than that girls you don't need an excuse yeah, no, no is enough <laughs> to wrap the first episode up we've talked about a lot of maybe negative things about marriage and dating and men whatnot let's I want to end this podcast on a positive note I mean I don't know this could be positive or negative for you but do you guys feel that love is real yes yes I Janine is we'll laughing. Janina is laughing. <laughs> what
2: I do, but like the way she said it was so romantic, like <laughs> I have to believe in it now.
0: <laughs> what you know about love? <laughs> so, I'm hearing yeses. So, from what I've heard, this whole podcast, I would think no. You know what yeah. I mean? But
3: tell me your point of view, Amana. Okay, so I do believe in love. Like I think falling in love is real, and I also believe in soulmates. But I feel you will not be able to fall in love with someone unless you love yourself first. You oh have to God. accept mm-hmm. and love yourself before you're able to love somebody else. Honestly. Yes. Because unless you love and accept yourself, how are you going to love and accept Mm-mm. your partner and really give them that love? And we've heard it so many times.
0: Yeah,
2: that's the problem. I don't think people get go. it, though. No, really and we're not getting so. it. No, no,
0: you guys don't. I Totally disagree you,
2: with this statement. Me, it's me. wrong. It is so wrong on so many levels. Why is wrong to love yourself
3: it? and accept yourself?
2: Well, yeah, but like you can love yourself and ex- uh, like let's be real. I don't know anyone in this earth that loves themselves every single day, a hundred percent of the of time. Like that's such an unrealistic expectation mm-hmm. and i feel like it comes from this whole you know like re- weird white therapy instagram no. Post. No. it's like don't talk to me if you're sick because you ruined my good vibes. i hate those people so much and i feel like you know what like this whole you can't love anybody and nobody can love you if you don't love yourself is so
3: mean because no 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 i'm saying you can't love somebody else fully i'm not saying people not can't true, love though. you like you
2: can because like because like, you know what, not everybody is capable of loving themselves. Sometimes they go through a very traumatic incident. Sometimes their families or them are from war zones where they experience this intergenerational trauma. Sometimes they're going through something really, really tough and it's very, very difficult. And you'll usually find people that come from healthy households Mm -hmm. or people that, you know, come from, you know, a really healthy and stable life. They're able to love themselves. So what kind of message is that saying when we're saying, oh, like, you know, only the people that you know, have had a good life, are only capable of being loved and loving others. Sometimes it takes us being in a really healthy relationship and us being validated by our friends or, you know what, like even a spouse to be able to learn how to love ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's really important that, like, we don't isolate people more than they are isolated because a lot of times when people experience mental illnesses and they see posts like that it can make them feel even worse about themselves make them feel unworthy and make them feel like they're going to be alone forever that's an interesting point of view yeah, yeah but,
3: I, like but I mean honestly because i'm i'm i didn't come i didn't have oh i'm not good, attacking you i'm talking am no, no, white saying, therapists no but still even for people on even for people who do end up loving themselves it does not necessarily mean they came from great backgrounds because I learned to love myself but you're right I only learned to love myself through somebody else showing Mm -hmm. me the same amount of love So I'm not saying someone won't love you because you can get somebody to fall in love with you, even Mm -hmm. though you don't love yourself. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel like that same love will be distributed back to that person showing you love unless you take in their love and then use it to pick yourself up Mm -hmm. and heal and learn to love yourself. Because, yes, definitely, you can get people to fall in love with you, of course. But. Are you going to be able to reciprocate that same amount of love? But, like, here's the thing. I don't I guess think so until you actually learn love to yourself. love yourself. Yeah. In which you're right. You can learn through other people giving you enormous amount of love and comfort mm-hmm. and genuine emotion back. So, yeah. I agree with what you're saying. It's like
2: an unrealistic ex- expectation to expect people to do that before, you know, before that. That's, what I, that's all I'm saying. Like, I, I agree with what you're saying to an extent. But I also feel like, you know what, like people learn how to love differently mm-hmm. and we need to like understand because, you know, yeah, we're not going to love, gonna love ourselves of all the freaking time either. Mm-hmm. Like even the most healthiest, healthiest people yeah. are going to do that.
1: Yeah, definitely, but it's we shouldn't see it as all or nothing. That's like mm-hmm. what it seems like. Like Amanda's like you should love yourself, it doesn't mean you should be 100% content with yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one ever is that There's way. There's always
3: room for work. There's mm-hmm.
1: always yeah, definitely. There's always ways to improve yourself. There's always mm-hmm. days where you're going to feel like you're only 20% of yourself, the next day you're like maybe 60%. That's okay. You should never depend on a spouse or a partner For happiness. I used to be in that. I used to be in a very toxic relationship. I used to depend on having a boyfriend to make me happy Mm -hmm. because in high school, that's what you're taught. Oh, my God, you should have a boyfriend. You should this. That's like what's going to make you happy. I had that. I was still I was even more depressed after the relationship. Yeah, it's you shouldn't always depend on a person, but you should never be in a relationship if you can't love them back.
3: Yes. Mm -hmm. If you're
1: going to struggle in the relationship with whatever issues you're having and it's going to affect your relationship, that's when you need to tell the person, listen, I understand your feelings towards me. Mm -hmm. I appreciate them. But at this given point in my life, I can't give you those same feelings back because I have work to do on myself.
0: Mm -hmm. So do you believe in love?
1: I do. I feel like everyone is capable of love. I feel like everyone can be in love. Me too. But don't ever get into a relationship depending on love from that person, depending on happiness. You're not going to get the same feelings back. But
3: I also believe in, like, soulmates. I just want to throw that out oh, there yeah. real quick. Yeah, I, I do. do. believe in soulmates. Janine is disagreeing. <laughs> no, is laughing. I'm not, I'm laughing. not, I'm not that. but I, want I say that to believe in soulmates. because of what you say. Because So if someone is, like emotionally, like, not ready to love themselves, or you're saying, like, they are just not at that point yet. I feel like their soulmate will come to them and help them get to that point of love and comfort and respect and appreciation.
1: In which they can have a relationship at that point. Yeah, and that's
3: what I think with the whole, like, it goes back to your aura and who your aura attracts. Like, it definitely does attract, and it brings your soulmate to you and forth. But your aura is also a representation of what and who your soulmate is going to come back and be. Mm -hmm. So, I mean...
2: I don't think soulmates are, like, 100% romantic, though. They can come, like, in different forms. But I also feel like when it comes to love, like, there needs to be work from both sides. And, like, you should never have to settle in love. Like, like, you can compromise and communicate, and that's super healthy. Normalize
0: never settling. No, do not. In this culture, settling is so... It's a death sentence. I swear. And it's so Mm -hmm. evident. You can see it everywhere. And yeah. it's, it's why, why are you
2: settling? You are a queen. Because we don't believe <laughs> that, you know, like in our society, like marriage is like a, a check mark into the mm, list that, yeah. of things we have to do and that shouldn't be the case. But yeah. like, there's a difference between settling and compromising. Like, mm. I think that's super important to work out because you're not going to ever find someone that is 100% your type or 100% yeah. of what you want in someone. And that's like, okay, you just need to learn to accept it and compromise within it with yourself. And, comp- and that person, you know, is expected to do the same.
0: And I, I just want to be very clear. I didn't mean settling in looks. I'm no, not they gonna... have to be a 10, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking settling Personality with, yes, within yeah. someone saying you can't work and you spent six years to get your degree, mm-hmm. you know, and you and you just say okay to that. I would see that as settling because you think you're not going to find someone that will give you the chance to pursue your career. So you would be settling that you don't have to. You do not have to settle. I just want to make it clear to all the women out there. You do not have to settle. You're worthy and you deserve what you want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very. Definitely. Period. For
1: real. I wanna end our episode, episode one. Oh, I, I did saying, not
0: I did not say if I believed in love. Oh yeah, oh, oh, yeah that I don't have us. I'm so sorry. do I didn't. not deserve she, love?
3: You do.
0: You, do. you do. Anywho. I'm giving you all my I'm love. Gonna right now. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> ignore that. I'm gonna ignore that. I'm gonna look past me, Zina. Do I believe in love? I do. Go. But I don't believe in love at first sight. I believe no. you grow. To love someone, yeah, so. yes. love. you that
2: that kind of ruins the whole concept of. Does life. It? No, no, no! You no. grow to love
3: someone. Definitely. Yeah, but like you learn the whole about first them first you. life thing is
2: so much fun. Like, that I don't know, fun. it like, is fun. Like, no. fun. No, there's love, no at, love first at first
3: existent I think it exists. You guys, I'll a be a, honest. Love, uh, lo- it's at first lust. Isn't there dot? Yeah, kind of first like... lust or something like that. Yeah, you're. It's only about like the looks. That's the only way love at first sight. Yes, it's like lust at first sight.
0: If love at first sight existed, then I've been in love twenty times. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's how I walk down the street. And, and a if lot it, of people in the airport too.
3: So I didn't even get my chance before they got on their flight. If love at first
1: sight existed, I guarantee you guys, I would be married to Zena. Oh my
0: no, God! she oh. is beautiful guys. to
2: me.
1: Oh my God!
0: Oh, no.
2: no, I'm sorry, guys. I still believe in that. Oh, <laughs> she that's okay. In
0: falling in love, but she believes in love at first sight. <laughs>
2: Love so, doesn't exist,
0: but you're cute. I do believe,
2: I do believe in love. I'm just going <laughs> to put that out there. I do.
3: Well, I do. No, love is real, though. Like, I don't mm-hmm. like when I hear, like, especially people who ki- came from, like, a previous traumatic relationship they were involved in try to say, like, love isn't real, this is this, that, that, that. Just because you didn't have a good experience doesn't mean... Someone else did. Yeah, or it doesn't mean it's not there. Like, maybe you should try harder to go out there and... No, Fight but like for love.
2: maybe they're just hurting. So let them like beef at love and mm. let's just that's beef at okay. love. That's okay. Yeah, I, I like honestly, if you've I been agree. through a traumatic experience and you yeah. hate love, that's okay. Let's hate love together. Mm. That's, that's that's okay. Yeah. Right.
1: But we also need to actively work on bettering ourselves after that. Yeah. Traumatic- it takes time. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying oh, you're going to be time. better overnight. We okay. understand after a traumatic experience or relationship, it's going to take time to rebuild yourself, it's going to take time for you to be alone contemplate with yourself figure things out find closure it takes time but you should never after one bad relationship spend the next five years of your life being like i hate men." I hate love. I hate this. Like we yeah. I'm never going to fall keep an in love again. In mind. No. Always you just you keep definitely
0: have to actively try to heal yourself. Yeah,
1: actively mm-hmm. heal. it could be day by day. It could be today I'm going to smile. It could be tomorrow I'm going to think about Take
3: this. Take a bubble bath. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like oh, yeah. We'll Do get get some self care. everything, but Treat I just yourself. also
2: want to add that love does not necessarily mean with a man it can be like with friends mm. okay? And yeah. your parents, there's like, platonic love. love everything yeah. yeah love is like it, it's a lot more bigger than you know in our culture unfortunately it's only painted between a man and a woman mm-hmm. unfortunately mm-hmm. but love is a lot more bigger than that and it exists mm-hmm. every day within our lives and you know it's a really really beautiful thing mm. I feel yes. like
0: okay well that's a really good note to end yes, this podcast yes. so who thought it would be me to yeah. end it like that <laughs> Um, so, guys, tell us what you think. Um, our DMs on Instagram are open. You can follow us at For the Banat On Instagram, you can message us and let us know. Do you believe in love? Do you? Sure. Let us know. Yeah, share your that, experience. Exactly. Yes, and on that please. note, my name is Zina. I'm Hiba. Janine. Amana. And we are signing off. Thank you. Ciao.